everybody, and welcome back for another week. I apologize for the two previous shorter episodes, and I hope that the cringy one wasn't too cringy for you guys, but important character-developing moments or stuff like that. I don't know. It was fun to do, though. This week we get back into some actual shadow running and setting up for a new job, so that's exciting. Uh, a couple of other quick things. For one, I'm going to do another State of the Pod-style episode sometime in the next week or so. I'm going to put a link to a Google Drive document in the uh, in the description of this. If you guys want to leave any comments there, that stuff for me to talk about. I know we just did our six-month episode, but I had some people asking me questions about like how I run a game or something about the podcast. It's more, it doesn't involve the whole cast and is more just directed at me. So if you want, you can add in questions, comments, that kind of stuff. If you guys want you can tag your little comments in there to say like that you want spoilers, and I will answer that at the end of that episode, give you guys fair warning on the episode when I release it. Like, hey, thanks for listening. Here's the spoiler section. Turn this shit off now if you don't want to hear it. Granted, I, I don't have all the answers to the spoilers because, you know, some of the stuff isn't uh, completely written. Or email in to the withoutanetpod at gmail email address, and that kind of stuff will be there. I'll dig up there, or I guess come by the Discord, link for that is also in the description, and just bug me directly, and I will add it to the list. I think that's it. I'm going to have the Halloween episode up, air quotes, shortly. Hopefully get it done over the weekend, and as soon as that is up, that will go up in addition to the normal releases, so I'm not going to sneak around a... I'm not going to deny you the Shadowrun that you've come here for, but that uh, little intro to Call of Cthulhu will uh will be in addition. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the show. So it's a couple of days since we last touched base with Chuck and the rest of our crew here. It's twelve fifteen in the afternoon, the middle of the lunch rush, and somebody has just spilled grease from the soy fryer on the ground in front of you, Chuck. Am I working at the fish fryer or You are probably still doing training? I would think so. They're like, uh, there it is. You're, you don't even have like an AR name tag. It says AR trainee on it. What does your uniform look like? It is the standard McHugh's uniform, which is probably bright neon yellow. Yeah, that makes sense. With some like uh, glow in the dark stripes on the shoulders, just in case power goes out. Do you wear a hat or like a visor or any kind of yeah, a visor and there's a hairnet. Wonderful. So, just to make sure we're sanitary. Of course, you can't have your hair fall into delicious soy fries. Exactly. You will hear the voice of a older woman, mid forties, that you immediately recognize as Vivian. Vivian is overweight. She is more grease than person almost. Has been here since she was younger than you. And is the day shift manager. Okay. Is she, is she a human or? Uh, yeah, she's human. She yells your name. She yells, Chuck, get the mop. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Run to the back of the place, get the mop bucket, fill it up with water and probably a degreaser of some kind and yep. roll the, the, uh, mop bucket over to the grease spill. Yeah. Start mopping away quickly as I can. When you go back to get the mop bucket and stuff and you're filling it up, you will notice that whoever used it last didn't put it away, so it smells like dirty mop water. Well, that's delightful. 
I mean, if it's already filled and it's not too dirty, there's no point filling it up again, wasting all that water. So you'll spend a couple of minutes mopping up this grease. In that time, whatever it is that you are working on has burned because your trainer is talking to some elf girl that's young, college age, just doing a job. She totally has a future ahead of her, but your trainer is hitting on her and didn't watch the stuff that you were cooking that has burned. Vivian yells at you again. Oh, yeah, Dad. Sure, I'll start a new one. You'll hear from out in the customer area. A orc woman will begin to complain. Whatever it was that you had burned was her order. Well, I'm behind the thing, so I assume she can't see me, and I just kind of hide a little bit more. Wonderful. You will hear Vivian placating her by saying that you're a new hire. You're a trainee. You don't know what you're doing yet. Basically throwing you under anything that resembles a bus and offers to comp the orc lady's meal. Her four screaming children will continue to be loud because they are hungry and their kids' meals are not being delivered to them. Yep. Chuck just wishes the, the cooker would go a little faster so you would stop getting in trouble. And this has been Chuck's life, more or less, for the past couple of days. <laughs> Fuck you, Richard. I read the chat. <laughs> Terminator. And this has been your life for the past couple of days, working your 10-hour shifts, and more or less everything going wrong. Well, not going. And more or less everything being kind of miserable. As you're getting ready to punch out for your... As you're getting ready to punch out for the day, Vivian's going to come up to you. She's going to look at you and put on that same kind of voice she used with the the orc mother earlier and all the rest of the all of the rest of the customers that complained about stuff. And she's going to kind of step in front of you at the punch clock and tell you that Steve has called off tonight. Steve is supposed to have worked more or less every day that you have, but he's only ever been there once and is called off every other time, and that she needs you to stay and work for the next six hours until somebody else comes in to cover that shift. Uh, it's... I'm tired. Can I have a short break first? She'll tell you, sure, just as soon as... And then she'll give you two or three tasks that sound like short tasks, but actually turn out to be half hour, 45 minutes apiece. So he has to go clean the washroom after someone had a giant thing of diarrhea? Yeah, something and like that. all over the walls? Something along those lines. But right on. deep inside your heart of hearts, you know that in that amount of time, you're going to be right in the middle of the dinner rush. Oh, great. And then as you're kind of thinking it over, she says, great, Chuck. Thanks. And then she punches out and leaves. Just, just, jawed. Slack looks at the punch out clock, looks at the dinner rush is coming, and oh, Chuck needs the job, so shuts up and does it. Having to get kicked out and pay first and last on a new apartment really, really hurt his budget. Speaking of needing a job, Mary Sue, Richard, and Boz are going to get a text message from Morgana. It's Ooh, what's it say? What's it say? What's it say? It mentions that there is a employment opportunity. Gives you an address and a time, and that if you are interested in making some good money, that she advises you to be there. All right, sounds good. That's why I'm I'm, I'm like typing this back as I have phonetically said it. 
Yeah, I'll be there, but probably a little bit early to make sure Boz and RC get there and that we're all on the same page. Boz, as per usual, does not respond to Morgana, but rather sends off a message to the other two, asking essentially, are we in? So, yeah, she's in. What's the meet location? A quick matrix map search show you that it is in the lower portions of downtown. The building itself is like a sports bar. The meet time is 1045, which is 15 minutes before the business opens. Oh, okay. So it's tomorrow. Boz would suggest via text message to the others that they uh, they get together and take RC's van so they can talk before the meet. That's good. Also, it's a good thing she wants to meet 15 minutes before it opens because, you know, it's kind of hard to kill four or five people and not all the bodies in 15 minutes, right? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be every Wednesday, but, you know, I would think it'd be harder. Do you want to, like, meet up at RC's house, or do you want to, like, does RC want to meet us somewhere, and then we just go from there? I don't, well, I don't know. We don't need to meet at my house. That's not good. We, we don't need to do that. Let's just meet at a, uh, you can all go to the Uber, or the, the Shadow Run version they're in. I don't know, some type of, you know, I mean, neon-powered rickshaw. I don't know. I'd kind of like just using Scrapper's yard as a place, because we can just leave her. If we have vehicles, we can just leave them there, and it's fine. We don't need to, like, spend a lot of time on it, I guess. <laughs> I guess, like, if we just want to kind of, like, jump to the van portion of this, like, we're on their way. Sure. I don't know. The next day, you guys make arrangements to meet at Scrappers so that everybody can get together and head off to the meet together. Do you guys want to have a conversation at Scrappers, or do you want to have it, like, in the car or outside the building? Like, where I think in the van. Yeah, I think, I like, think in the when, van. Yeah, because I think, like, like Arcee's probably there. He's probably in the driver's seat. Buzz, like, initially, she looks like she doesn't even want to, pre- like, she wants to pretend like their last encounter did not happen. Sort of the air she's giving off. And she, she grabs a shotgun, maybe spend a little while, like, sort of quietly sitting in the van. Buzz finally turns her around, looks over her shoulder, back at Mary Sue. And she looks at her with, like, the most earnest eyes that she can muster, which is not super compelling. She's still kind of a grumpy orc, but she says, is there anything you want to work on with this meat that you want to tell us about beforehand? Anything about this meat? You, I I know what you know about the meat. If I knew anything more, I, I, I would tell you. But anything I want to work on? Are you expecting to try to negotiate the price? Is there anything that I always expect to negotiate the price, but I will definitely not negotiate the price to nothing. Buzz looks a little relieved, but not because of the nothing thing, but just sort of like, it seems like the the immediate pressure is kind of lifted. And she smiles a little, and she nods, and she says, all right, I do trust you, by the way. Okay, so I'll give her a smile. It's nice to hear. We'll We'll see how this meet goes. Mary Sue will get more of a, the smile will fade a bit. And I will, um, <clears throat> I'll work on not letting her get to me like she does, but I can't guarantee it. I'm really happy to hear y'all talking like this because, you know, see, I, I sort of think about yesterday or the other day, everybody got mad. And I, sort of, you know, I remember reading an article that when a bunch of women hang out together, there's like a cycle. And I was worried it may have been conflicted, but it's all fine. So, all right, let's go to the meet. I don't know, RC. What's your team right now? My what? No, I don't have a cycle. Yeah. Well, you're bitching enough. It sounds like you do. Oh ha! Wow. 
Boss, if you don't like how I negotiate, we can always let RC do all of our negotiating. That sounds like a great idea. Is that is that what you want to have happen? I can make it happen. <laughs> uh, as much as I, I would love to see you do it, I would also love to actually get paid some real money. So <laughs> It'd be super bad. That's so fine. Just walk away with like a stick of gum. <laughs> that was worth Magic it. Magic beans. Ha ha ha. Yuck it up. RC's in there slowly turning the radio up and up and up. Stop talking. Exactly. Yes. How loud can Leonard Skinner get? So you guys will pull up outside of that local area sports bar that's not part of a franchise that we all have in our hometowns. The kind of place that 60% of its customers are the same customers that are there four nights a week. As you guys pull in and park, there is a singular other vehicle in this parking lot. It is a Honda Artemis. It's like your four-door sedan. The AR displays aren't like, we're open, advertising kind of thing, but are still in that closed-down, low-key. Do you guys want to do anything outside, or you just want to roll in? We arrive, we see what's going on, it looks okay. Mary Sue would probably just hop out and go in. Yeah, I, I presume you like get out of the van at the same time and like doves fly in the background and it's like slow mo. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Boz has probably spent a night or seven in a bar like this before. Just sort of seems comfortable just walking in. Sure. You guys will walk in, look around. There's a person there that is walking back and forth behind a bar, clearly setting it up and getting it ready for whatever it is they're going to do for today for business. You'll see a couple of waitress people over on the other side, doing their side work, like, you know, rolling silver before opening, that kind of thing. And over at the bar, an elven man, in one hand is a cigarette that is burning. In front of him is a is a Soybucks coffee cup, and in his other hand is a glass of presumably whiskey or something along those lines. The bartender will nod to him, and then head nod towards the door, and he'll start to turn around on his stool. And Mary Sue, I need you to roll seven dice for me. Mary Sue, with two hits on your mystery test, looking at this guy, he's going to look pretty familiar to you, but you can't place it off the top of your head. What does he look like? He is a an older, with, with air quotes, elven man. He's wearing the clothes of a working man that is clearly not at work. Like It's not like a uniform, the top buttons unbuttoned and that kind of stuff. He is put together in the way that he has slacks belt, you know, nice shoes, button-up shirt. No real identifying features. His hair is short-cropped, his ears are pointy, and he's a little on the taller side and muscular. Okay. I don't want to make a habit out of using this, but since I just got it, yeah, I do kind of want to, like, we're walking into sort of a weird situation mm-hmm. with people that we don't know. I think Buzz gets a good sniff of the air, and just to see if there's anything, like, unexpected, unusual. Sure. Go ahead and roll it. That's three successes on sniffing. So with three hits on your smelling test, you're going to notice a couple of things. Richard smells like gun oil, normal oil, and some gunpowder. Mary Sue smells lemon-scented because she is an elf. Not like dandelions? That's so surprising. Dandelions smell like lemon now. I don't know. I'm reaching again. You will notice the smell of alcohol and hot grease, and you will get the smell of gunpowder from the direction of the guy at the bar. Okay. Of a different scent than what RC smells like and what Uragon smells like that you're obviously very familiar with. Yeah, I imagine like Buzz could smell the 
her her partners in the van just fine. She kind of keeps an eye on the on the bartender, but like she, I don't know, she probably just figures that it's a bar. It's kind of like not a lap scale bar. The bartender probably just has a shotgun just in case kind of thing. The gentleman at the bar will look to you guys, look back to the bartender, hit his whiskey, scotch, whatever it is that he has, flip the cup upside down, put the cigarette in his lips, and motion towards one of the side booths. Buzz just gives the bartender a nod before she uh, wanders over to the booth. I was thinking about having her get a drink. Mary, she's totally going up to the bar to get a drink before she sits down. Sure. The guy will pick up his soybox cup and go have a seat. Were you guys expecting Morgana? Yes. Yeah. She texted us. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, who else would I expect? At this point, Boz figures that Morgana's probably found a go between because she just can't deal with Mary Sue anymore. Oh, <laughs> do I scare her? <laughs> she no, just she can't handle me. <laughs> uh, I still am willing to come to the meets. I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> She's just so busy and important that she doesn't have time for small fry like you. Mm. Yeah, if Mary Sue goes up to the bar, I think Boz will sort of like switch directions and go get herself a glass of whiskey. And uh, just like a <gasps> Me and you sharing a glass of shot of whiskey. No, you get whiskey neater on the rocks in a, in a highball glass. Not in this case, but normally, yeah. Mm. Uh, All right. I mean, she, RC's uh, driving. <laughs> She specifically asked for it a shot glass, and she brings the shot glass over to the table, uh, and she sits down in the booth. Uh, what's this guy? You described the bartender, or did you describe uh, this guy? The guy. Okay. The guy that, for some reason, Mary Sue sort of remembers, but can't place it. Okay. You guys can also roll memory if you want, now that you've like sat down, and you guys all kind of sit down in the bar. You guys have all seen this guy before? He successes as well. Richard, as you're going to sit down with your three hits on your memory test. You remember seeing this guy in Morgana's restaurant. I believe it was the first night you met her where she left you guys to go have a conversation with somebody else. And you guys were sitting around the table talking to each other. Sure. So he, he was the guy I recognized. Was he, was he sitting beside her or do I, do I remember that or what? He was sitting at another table with a woman, wife, girlfriend, who knows? Was he a cop? Was he like a sheriff or something shit? You have the feeling that this guy might have been a cop. Fuck, why is that important? Memory, I have three hits. You tell me why it's important. You tell me, you fucking GM person. <laughs> that, that was that it. You have some personal memory. You're racking your mind and you remember that, and then you remember finding out that the guy that she was talking to was a police officer, not like a beat cop, but like a a sergeant or something. I don't know how the actual scaling and stuff. Let's see. I will, uh, DNI this people. I think that's the cop, the cop person. It was, it was his cop, and it was our first meet, and, uh, I can't remember why it was important. Mary Sue, when he mentions that this guy might be a cop, your memory clicks, and he was the guy that was in charge of the night errant outside of Paradynamics when you guys went to get Michael. Oh, yeah, so DNI back. Yeah. He's the one that, um, remember when we went to get Michael? And, uh, all the night errant cops that were there keeping us out of the building until we got in. Um, he was the guy there that was running the show. He's, yes, he's a pretty, he's a pretty high up cop. Why are we meeting a high up cop? <gasps> this isn't about the cop I shot, right? Underneath the table, Buzz is casually sliding the revolver out of her holster. Buzz, can you roll me palming real quick? 
I mean, no. Can I get a bonus since it's literally out of sight? Yeah. Okay. Because I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's unfortunate. Three successes. He doesn't seem to react to you messing with your gun. All right. Buzz isn't going to shoot him or anything. She just wants it ready. Because <laughs> this is starting to look a little bit like a sting operation of some sort. Sure. He'll take the last bit of his cigarette, crush it out in the ashtray on the table, pull out his pack, pull one for him, offer it to you guys. Boz waves it away, and she pulls out one of her own. Is Boz the kind of person that rolls her own cigarettes? Absolutely. Definitely. 100%. Uh, he'll put his back and light it. A mutual friend of ours has arranged for this meeting. I have a job that needs completed, and she assures me that you, and he'll gesture with his hand to the group of you, might be the kind of people that can do it. Boz looks between the rest of the group. She shrugs a little bit, and she says, I guess that depends on what kind of job it is. He'll tap his cigarette on the table, put it in his lips, light it, take his first puff. Sabotage. Can you be a little more specific? A sabotage of what exactly? Thing? Person? There is a piece of equipment in a secure location that I need to be ruined and rendered non-functional with the associated backups also ruined. Does it matter if it looks like an accident or not? In particular, no. But I hear making it look like an accident is a good way to not get the cops after you. Mary Sue's just going to just sit there expecting him to go on and see how much he will start talking. Sure. If you stay silent, sometimes people just start rambling to fill that silence. He looks at you guys after he says that to see if there's any reaction, because, you know, sometimes there might be in the criminal underworld. You haven't flinched, that's good. The bartender will come over with a small tray that has a drink for him and refills or seconds for you guys that are drinking and a little glass of water with a slice of lemon on it for Richard. Oh, excellent. I will drink this fancy drink. Does R.C. drink soda water? R.C. is going to attempt to make it work. <laughs> and he's going to hate it, but assume it's classy and just be like, yes, this is, this is, this is, this is fine. This is the highlight. This is fine. Are this you, is what, yes. Are you wearing your fancy businessman suit? No, it's, that was, that was a phase. That was, <laughs> it was a phase that happens when you give weeks. people who've never had money money. You know, you just can't, just can't do that. Sure. Now uh, back to our roots. Wearing a trucker hat again? Yes. Well, we're inside because so, I have class, so no. You, you literally <laughs> see. Stuffed <laughs> in his pocket or something. You know, you know, it was sort of like, you know, hat hair. That's not great, but, you know. So he'll look around you guys and say, well, you haven't flinched, so that's that's a good start. The job, the particulars that you probably care about, I will give you two weeks to do, and I'm willing to put out 80,000 new takes a drag off his cigarette. The drink stops midway up to the lips and the eyes get kind of wide. But by not saying anything and being stone still, there's no way that any of these things could be read in any way by anyone. (laughs) Buzz at this point has kind of grown accustomed to hearing larger numbers. And she is surprised, but she doesn't show it. She hides it by downing her shot of whiskey. There's a little clack as she sets the shot glass down and she nods at him. He gives you a little salute with the glasses. Mary Sue, have any reaction to pile of dollars? No. If anything, she may negotiate for more after she learns more about what this job is. 
the more detailed specifics are going to be that I need you to get into a building, into its basement level where there is some refrigerated storage equipment. I need that equipment to fail and for the items within to be rendered invalid. Who owns this building? I just need to know if it's a if it's a security organization or not. It is a smaller security organization. Boz clears her throat and looks at the other two, and she says, well, I guess that explains the number. Does she say that, or does she put that over DNI? She's sort of like to the others, not so much to him. Okay. Do you guys want a moment of DNI conversation? Yeah. If Boz can be included on it, which I hope. I think at this point... You could just pull out your comlink and use it at the table. Is there, like, worn subvocal equipment? Yeah. Or you could do that. So yeah, over DNI, Boz says, I guess that explains the number. And uh, she adds, this might be a little risky. I'm ready for it if you guys are. Sounds well, interesting. He's used some words that makes me believe we may need some computer help. Oh, this is about Chuck, isn't it? It's not about Chuck. I'm saying this guy right here, right now, in front of us. He's used some words that make me think that computer stuff is involved. Servers, stuff Chuck knows. How do we, we I mean, just I'm just letting me. you know. If you want Chuck involved, fine, we'll take it. Just don't tell this guy that we don't have a computer guy on hand right now. That's exactly what I'm going to tell this guy so I can get more money because I have to pay a computer guy. But he doesn't know we have one, so I'm going to tell him we don't have one because... None of us look like a computer guy, and that's how I'm going to get more money. Either that or he drops us from the job offer. Your sunshiny Your pessimism. Someone's got to think about it. <laughs> oh, 80? So let me get him to 100. Look, you're very convincing, so if you want to take a shot at it, go for it. And honestly, if, if he drops a job on us, it's not skin off my back. All right, so if he offered 80, then I try to get him to 100. Tell him we have to pay... Somebody to assist with the computer aspects of it. Yeah, I think you should you should try it. Like I said, if he if he ends up deciding that he doesn't want to take a risk on a crew who doesn't have a computer guy, then no skin off my back. We'll just take a different job later. It doesn't sound so risky. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Looking back to the gentleman. So it looks like we're interested in that job and I seems like right now. You know, without hearing more details, we're close to coming to an agreement. So you've offered 80. You've given us some information. I have some questions. And well, we may need to adjust that price. He'll nod and take another drag off of his cigarette. So this building, it's a low-level security company. All right. The item that you need to become rendered invalid or no longer working, would this item be some kind of a tech item? It is an industrial freezer for now. Okay. So you just need the freezer to go kaput. And the items inside, specifically, the items inside need to expire. Over DNI, Boz says, I think he's talking about bodies. Yeah, I think so too. Uh Um, We may not need you. Well, maybe to get the freezer. Unless... RC can do it. I don't know. Well, we'll it's, talk about that. Anyway. It's a security organization. I don't think we're going right, to be so, getting in without a little bit of help. So we're talking probably over DNI now. We're talking probably about tampering with evidence. Y'all, you're all good with this, right? We're, this is not a big deal. I mean, 
People tamper with evidence all the time. Okay. Killed a dude not long ago. I think we can handle it. You killed a dude. I haven't killed anyone. You just shot someone. With the jail round. That's a lie. I'm just saying. Anyway. Okay. Back to the guy. All right. Again, this sounds doable, but to really make sure that uh, that freezer does what it needs to do and those items within are rendered invalid, it does sound like we're going to need um, a specialist to, to handle that. And while your number's been pretty good, I might need to pay somebody to help with this. So we might need to come back up a higher number. That sounds like you need to roll some dice. Eight successes Oof. on negotiation. Bargain. Holy. I would like 120000 So with four net hits on your negotiations, so you guys will go back and forth for a little bit of time. He will agree to pay you 100 He's got an additional 20 on the table if you guys can do it without it being directly visible as sabotage. If their immediate investigation into what happened and what went wrong doesn't say, oh, here it is, somebody unplugged the damn thing, he'll give you guys an extra 20. That sounds good to me. I can figure that out. All right, there you go. Extend a hand over, just shake it. Well, this has been happening. Boz has motioned over to the bartender to come fill her shot glass again. and She shakes his hand as well and punctuates it with downing another shot of whiskey. Perfect thing to do at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. This is Boz. We're criminals. We drink before <laughs> noon. Probably not. You're probably, probably hungover. This is a little hair of the dog. A little bit. All right. So he'll start giving you guys some information, including a com code to reach him. That is Mr. Johnson. And then a date. Today's date. The name of the place is Tactical Imperium. It is a private security company on the lower sized. Not quite like an A. More of like a B-rated corporation. Okay. Immediate questions that you guys might have for him in this situation before dealing with the plot data chip later. So this Tactical Imperium has some has a freezer system that needs to not be freezing anymore? Does anybody have like security procedures or something along those lines knowledge? What they store there are material links, ritual links for people, which is some kind of biological sample, a bit of skin, blood sample. Stuff like that, hair, nails, etc. They are viable for longer if they keep them under controlled environments. So it is evidence tampering. Yes and no. If that stuff was needed for a crime, it would it would be evidence. But it is also the kind of thing of like, oh, you're one of our more important executives. We're going to get a blood sample and we're going to hold that on file in case we need it for something. Uh, okay. It could okay. be ritual magic, it could be to verify identity, it could be any number of things. Oh god, if it's ritual magic then we are deeply unprepared. But um, I'm going to trust that John knows that we don't have a magic user. <laughs> Thanks god. <laughs> Other questions in the immediacy? What kind of guards do you have? So what kind of cards do you have or what kind of guards? Does guards, that's right, guards. Security. Some of their employees are going to be either ex-Knight Errant or Lone Star who have been poached or left their jobs or recruited out from under them, that kind of thing. Most of their on-site security is going to be a step above your average mall cop kind of guy. Like, these are actual Knight Errant officer level people. Got three hits on your police procedures, so you're looking at people carrying pistols, tasers. They're all going to have comlinks. 
They're all going to have like an armor jacket or better as far as personal okay. protection. When you called them Tactical Imperium, I was worried that they were like the kind of security corporation that does like tactical response, you know? This is like a bunch teams. of douchebags who have like 511 gear. <laughs> I think they're badass. What kind of security do they like? Are they do they focus on like information security, like personal security? Do they do like what kind of security are they, they specialize in? They specialize in magical security. Oh, Jesus. Specifically in the maintenance of things such as ritual links and going out and being like, oh, you know, your blood sample expired. We need a new one from you. That kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, if they're doing magical security, there's no way they don't have like a magician on site, right? There's at least a couple on payroll, probably. Oh, man. Okay. What can go wrong? All right, well, how are we going to deal with this? Because like... Um, without my, without Michael around, I don't know how we're gonna. Like, if we get confronted with a magician, like we're basically fucked, right? We'd have to get essentially through the entire thing without without like tripping the alarms, or we're basically screwed. Maybe it depends upon like mages are just people, right? So, like Richard said, if you shoot them in the face, they can't magic you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Science. Um, but the building that this is in—it's a regular building, right? It may have stuff there, but it's a regular downtown industrial area. Oh, what? Okay. It is in the downtown area. There are some pictures of the building, just the exterior, unfortunately. Security company, who would have thought? You will notice that the in and out, it has a little gate on there. There is fencing around it. Pretty high fencing because trolls are things. You will see in the in and out, they don't have one of those arms that comes down but they have several yellow circles painted on the ground that are eight inches across. Richard, being a car guy, you will recognize those as pop-up bollards that come up out of the ground to stop cars from going through. Do you guys have any other immediate questions? We're going to have to do some recon with drones, but I mean, I assume it has a roof just like every other building, and that's where they put all of their... There's roof access, there's HVAC, there's tons of stuff up, up on the roof, right? There's the normal the stuff that you would expect. As you're mulling it over, what you've gotten into, the restaurant starts to come more alive. Some of the AR displays on things are going to start popping on. You'll check your little time display and see that it is now 10.59. The place is about to open. We should probably be uh, hitting the old trail there. Yeah. yeah, we got a lot to think about. Let's uh, let's head out. Boss nods to, to John. He shakes his hand again before she stands up. She also holsters her gun before she stands up. That might be useful. I guess we have to go talk to Chuck and get him on board if we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we need probably need Chuck, so we'll uh, owe him money anyway from the last job. So we'll uh, I'll give him a call and see when he can meet us. So Mary, she'll whip out her comm link and she'll call uh, Chuck. You can't get a hold of Chuck right now? Let's go to voicemail. It's just a um, and then hangs up. He he let it go to voicemail. Maybe he's he didn't in class pick up. or something. That's right. If he's doing his TA work, he can't take calls, right? Makes sense. Okay. Sure. I'll just reach out to him later. That's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got time. We know where he lives anyway. So, you wanna do you wanna try swinging around there just to check see if he's there? Or do you wanna just let it go? Um, I mean, RC, do you wanna go by his place see if he's home or? And again, he's, he's still living on campus, isn't he? We just yeah. roll up. Well. Now, what's the address? We'll, we'll, we'll put it in. He's on campus. 
Yeah, it's probably too soon to 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 show up on campus. Like we were just there doing what we did. We probably shouldn't be on campus. Yeah. We'll just wait a little bit and and call. Yeah. That's smart. Fine, fine. We'll wait. We'll wait. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting caught famished. You want to get get something to eat before we uh before we split up? Yeah. Once we get the uh, nerd boy in here, we need to figure you know sit down and hash it out. You know, figure out a plan. Don't this call is him s- nerd boy. What are you? Doing? Oh, is he? That? Is he a nerd? Is he a nerd? Boss? I want to point at Boss. Is he a nerd? Look at the Boss. Guy sh- the guy showed up with chainmail and a sword. And okay, so that's a yeah. We're gonna yeah, and so and I assume anatomically male. Ergo, and this finger up, nerd. Little finger. Boy, I don't want to make assumptions. Nerd boy. He was in chain. You don't make assumptions about someone in chainmail. I a hundred percent want to make assumptions about someone in chainmail. I know he's definitely a nerd. Thank you. All right, can we just, where are we going to eat? Don't pick something that doesn't have food I can't eat. Maybe we'll find him at medieval times. <laughs> wait, can, wait, what? What, can't, what can't you eat? Well, I mean, I just don't want something that, she'll kind of look at our suit. I just don't want, like, that gross food. What gross food? The, the gross junk food that he always eats. Can't we get something at least kind of healthy? He's going to die if he keeps eating that stuff. What, 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 what a bagel? A bagel. It seems vaguely healthy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't care. Just let's just. There's a place up the road. Just go. So we are literally going to the first restaurant we see. Basically, <laughs> we can't figure <laughs> out Mary Sue's dietary needs. I'm just hoping to get the first like Krispy Kreme hot light I see. So, <laughs> so. there is conveniently a McHugh's right down the street. So here's a question: Is this the kind of place that's got like a like a drive-through? Or we got to go inside. It has either or. It even has a small child's little play area outside. RC's driving. Where do you go, RC? Inside or do you let people eat in the van? No. Oh, that's a question. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not even a question. You know the answer yeah. to that. I can eat in the van, but you cannot eat in the van. <laughs> I'm the president. I'm the emperor. I'm the king. I can eat in the van. The only food smells will be my food smells. No exactly. One food smells. You're, you're, I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> All right, so you guys pull up to a McHugh's that's approaching the lunch rush time. You guys get in line, wait your turn. The young elven girl is there, and welcome to McHugh's. How may I make help you today? Why, I just, why is it always a young elf girl that's doing the service work behind a counter? I don't understand why. Are you saying this? Yes. Are you saying it to her? Buzz, No, buzz. I'm saying it to you guys as we walk up. <laughs> Buzz gives Mary Sue a look, and she says, Why is it always the orcs doing janitorial work? Any other questions? Are, are we going to have, like, a deep-thinking symposium here at, at the burger joint? Fine. I just... A soy calf. Heavy soy. She That's w- it. I, w- I would like a burger, and uh, can you maybe hold the side of existential crisis? That'd be great. Just beside that with the Mary Sue there. The girl look at you. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. We stopped serving eggs at 11. <laughs> There's no response other than just like a non-flushed face. <laughs> Chuck, can you roll me auditory perception real quick? Zero successes. Peopleously ignorant as I serve them their food. Uh, you're probably like in the bathroom or something, cleaning up some other disgusting mess. Right. So you guys will get your food and go sit down because you're not allowed to eat in the van. Buzz is sitting there with her little, like, 
little little chicken burger meal or whatever it is. Tofu chicken? I don't know. Tofu chicken. There's like children eating nearby, and she's just hearing and smelling everything. She doesn't look real happy, so she's just sort of like head down into her meal, letting the other two either talk or just get through this awful, awful meal together. As you guys are sitting down there, are you talking about anything interesting, or are you just kind of following up on your existential racism crisis in the workplace? That would be fun. Yeah. Follow up on that, sure, once we get a seat. Well, Mary Sue, there's a reason that you work in PR, and there's a reason that I worked in the maintenance room. RC, I worked in HR, not PR. I was one letter off. It's very similar. And there's a reason that I basically lost my job and got shoved into a corner. You didn't lose your job. They kept paying me, but I didn't have a job per se, unless you count filling in paperwork all day. That's not what I was hired for. Not that it matters anymore. Honestly. You got paid to do nothing, Brad. and you were bitter about this fact. Look, I'm, my, I'm, oh, go on. Some some people like to actually, you know, be busy and do things and not sit in a cubicle for. 10 plus hours a day while someone pretends like you're important. So if you had like a million million, what would you do? Because you wouldn't have to work anymore. So would you just, like, well, I don't know, what would you do? I'd probably do exactly what I'm doing now. I just wouldn't do crime, I guess. I don't, what, what, what is that? Drinking in the woods? More or less. Look, I realize it's not much. And, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably like live a little better than I do. But I don't need a lot. I don't want a lot. I'd probably move. I'd get out of this crappy city. But other than that, like, what else do you need? I don't put my hand on. I don't need four trucks and a ranch house. I want to put my hand on Bowser's shoulder. Be like, look, if you're feel overburdened by all this money that we're going to get paid, you can just give it to me, and I'll, I'll take care of it. Boz laughs laughs a little, and she like shrugs his arm off of her shoulder, and she says, "Doesn't mean I ain't going to use the money somehow, even if it just means burying it in the backyard. It'll still be mine." As you guys are sitting there, you're going to hear a woman's voice yell from the kitchen area. Chuck, has anybody seen Chuck? Where'd he go? Uh, uh, I'm just finishing the bathrooms. I'm just... So he, like, takes off the bar over the bathroom saying, in cleaning. Starts pushing a little janitor mop bucket. Buzz sees, sees, because it's the uh, the customer-facing bathroom, right? Yeah, Um, Buzz just sort of sees Chuck kind of rolling his bucket out of the bathroom with his bright yellow uniform. And her face actually lights up for the first time today. And she smiles, and she she goes, Hey, it's your boy. Look at that. What? No, oh, damn. Buzz, Buzz points over, over Mary Sue's shoulder. So Mary Sue's Valentine, so she looks around to see. Nah, I guess she sees Chuck? Look at that. Guy's moving up in the world. Yeah, this week is the grill. Next week is the fries. <laughs> I got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mary Sue's going to hop up and, and rush up to uh Boz leans over to RC and she says, well, I guess that explains why she, he wasn't answering her calls. He's got some, some direct to clean up. Yeah, some, some important business. Luckily, he hung up on us who have a real job. His ass over here flipping burgers. So Boz and RC are just chuckling in the back while Mary Sue's talking with Chuck. Pretty, pretty much. Mary Sue's going to kind of intercept Chuck as he's walking towards him. Chuck, what are you looking at the uniform? What are you... Do you work here? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I'm 
Yep. Just tries to push back to Mary Sue. Uh, she kind of like, well, wait, what? No, like, why are you? Why? Are you, I I called you earlier. We we owe you money from that last job we did. So I have to. I wanted to pay you, and then you didn't answer. And what's what's going on? Why are you working here now? Something about uh, getting fired from being a TA and academic suspension. Long story short, I'm no longer allowed on campus, and I need bills to pay. So if you excuse me, I need to do some work. My manager is yelling at me, and he then tries to push past. Oh, oh, okay. All right, well, I'll call you later. If you can get a hold of me. And so Mary Sue's just going to let him go, and she'll go back to the table. It's a very sad face. Boz watches Chuck walk past, and she's still smiling. She's looking right in his face and sort of smiling at him as he goes past. Chuck kind of gives Boz an ugly look. Just like, ugh, you... I don't know what kind of look I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of, like, almost hatred for, you know, getting him fired and, you know, you've ruined my life. But not aggressive. He's not going to try and stab her or anything. That's good. No, I feel like I'm at least worth a stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> He probably just thinks because you're an orc, you would beat him up in a fist fight. <laughs> At this point, it might be true. Actually, <laughs> yeah. For one. So, Chuck, you'll go in the back and back to work for a little while. You guys will have some more conversation. As the three of you guys are out front, you will see a dwarf child over there with his family just start vomiting all over the floor. Vivian will find you, Chuck, and she'll tell you that a child has just thrown up in the dining area. I need you to clean it up, and don't talk to your friends this time, please. Don't worry, they're not my friends. He goes back to fill up the mop bucket. Buzz, like, watches this kid throw up. She wants out of here so bad, but she asks Mary Sue, she says, look, we still need Chuck for this. We need to get him out of here. Like, the the humor value is really wearing thin here. What do you want to do? Well, do you want to get him out of here. I mean, it's like, our fault he's here. Well, like, it's not our fault he's here. He made his choices. Not really. I mean, well, I didn't expect him to hop on a grenade, but everything after that, it was kind of me or us that did it. Now he's been... here cleaning up vomit. Look, we've been very and kind to Chuck. I would sit here and watch him clean vomit all day, and it would be slowly less and less funny. I think we should, uh, let's just, let's just drag him out back. He's not gonna, I don't know. It'll be fine. We'll just we'll tell him what we need to do. He's, there's no way he wants to do this anymore. Did he even take the money? Like you, you told him that you had money for him, right? Well, I didn't like whip a cred stick out in the middle of a McHugh's, No, but I just told him I had money to give him. But he was just—he didn't care. He just had to go to work at this terrible, awful place with these rotten kids and vomit and the smell of—I don't know what they're cooking back there. I mean, this is kind of obvious, but I mean, he's weird. Yeah, but he's good with yeah, computers. Yeah, he's right. And we need good that right computers. Now. We need that right now. Like, I don't know how we can continue without Val. You know, she ain't coming back anytime soon, so. Maybe he takes a smoke break and you, like, clip him in the head. We throw him in the van. <laughs> what? Where did and, we, and, like, we have a conversation about it. Oh, my God. And we give him a good argument. We'll strap yes. him down. Yes, let's kidnap him. Let's assault him, kidnap him, and then go, hey, do you want to work with us? That sounds like a great job interview, Garcia. Thank you. It might work. He works this shithole. So oh this is, God. so this is all happening, and Chuck's like on his way to 
take care of this mess. Buzz, she just sort of clears her throat and stands up and stands in his way. What is Chuck? Like, she's like blocking him. She looks like she wants to talk. Just what does Chuck do? Excuse me, ma'am. I need to go clean up vomit. No, you don't. You don't work here anymore. What? You just another job you need me for? You can say that. Look, come outside and hear us out. I promise that it'll be worth your while, even if you don't want to do it. Uh, this job is not worth the dreck you're going through right now, and we can help. So, you want to come outside? We'll have a chat. If you don't like what you hear, come back just, in and work. Just, what's what's the dollar value? Buzz looks at Mary Sue, and she says, "Well, up front, we owe you six thousand, so." Probably worth stepping outside for 6000 right? We can talk about the rest once we're out there. That was six? That's right. Uh, yeah, sure. Just let me finish cleaning this up, and I'll, I'll be right out. No, no, no. Look, I'll tell you what. I'll give you another 500 out of my own pocket just to throw that shit on the floor and walk out. Because you had enough. This is a bulldrag job. Yes, I'm at, I'm at wit's end. I agree. And I have an idea. Just just let me do it. All right. Buzz sits down, just starts to pick at her soy fries while she watches. Grins at Mary Sue and, and R.C. She looks like she's kind of enjoying the situation. I thought she smile on her face. It looked like it worked. Hey, Wait, it's kind so. of embarrassing we have to pull him from, you know, this place. It's not like, you know, it's not like he's some you know, giant competing firm, but whatever. We've all been in a, in a bad place before, right? So... Chuck mops up the vomit, making sure to keep a little bit extra, not not washing it off properly. He then brings it back into the behind the counter, and accidentally spills all the vomit water all over the floor. Oh no! Look at this. Oh, Vivian, I'm so sorry. There's vomit in this. It is a biohazard. And he takes off his apron. I quit. I'm sorry. Bye. And just walks out. You're going to start to walk out, and Vivian's going to come running around the corner. Oh, no, you can't walk out. You have to clean up this mess, and then you're fired. Do get- I get severance if I'm fired? You've only been here a week. You don't qualify for benefits yet. Now get back here and clean this up. Um, you know what? You know what? How about... I can't think of anything witty to say, so nope, I'm just going to go. Bye. She looks a little dumbfounded as she looks around the room at the people who are staring at the scene that is going down. And then her face turns bright red as she goes back behind the counter. And then a moment later, another young person comes out, picks up the mop bucket, and starts mopping. Oh, man. Buzz, like, stands up. She's, like, crumpling up all her garbage. And As she's walking past Vivian, she takes the crumpled up garbage, looks her in the eye, and drops it on the floor and walks out. And as part of this, Archie's going to just, you know, like, dump his drink over. It's like Just, like, tip it over. <laughs> Chaos has Damn. broken out. Oh, the man. <laughs> RC, you're going to notice one of the kids at one of the tables next to you is going to see you. He's going to laugh, and then he's going to knock his drink over. <laughs> his sister is going to throw some fries on the floor. Their mom is going to start trying to clean them up. Chaos and pandemonium has broken out at the McHugh's. The revolution will not be televised. I'll leave. When Chuck gets out, though, first did a quick matrix search for the food inspectors, and having the vomit is technically a biohazardous material and under a specific food act. They have to actually sanitize everything completely before they serve more food. So he makes a call to the 
the health inspectors. You make sure that are made aware with an anonymous tip. Man, <laughs> you have like cyber eyes, don't you? Yes. You can send him some of that cyber eye footage. Of course. Wonderful. Poor Vivian. How's Mary Sue doing? I think she's kind of shocked that Boz just kind of made this happen and that Chuck has quit. It's just kind of in the span <laughs> of what, less than five minutes, this has all just happened. And she's a little stunned that Boz was so nice and did that. Boz may be a grumpy old lord, but she feels for little people having to do shitty work like this for shitty people. So are we all leaving this terrible place? Yeah, let's go. Top of the van. Go. GTFO. GTFO. Is Chuck willing to get into the van again, or is... Yep, Chuck gets into the van. Then he steps in and says, So yeah, we can talk. My long haul's about to crash in 45 minutes, though. Oh, I'll be quick. We need to hack some shit. We can get paid. What? Okay. That was easy. Just frazzled right now? You know. So... Chuck, as it turns out, your particular skill set comes in handy in our, our line of work. You could use some like you around on a semi-regular basis, I guess. Okay. Semi-regular, maybe. I have a job interview at a real job soon, so... Boss kind of makes eye contact with Mary Sue. You should probably pick this up. Um, well, it, and she'll pull out the credit stick. Here's the um, money... You got the money from the last job. And this job here, um, we have to have it. She's just kind of like, she doesn't know what to do. Like, she just heard Chuck say he's on long haul and he's fired. He's out of college and she's stunned. Like, oh my God. She doesn't know where to begin here. Um, so, um, the job, the job is, um, at a security place. We just have to make the freezer go kaput. That's easy enough, right? I mean, how how do we do that? Ideally, making it look kind of like an accident. Accidental, but not like, oh, you oinked the plug. It like it broke down. Something went wrong. There was a malfunction, a recall. I don't know. Just just a freezer? Yeah, an industrial-sized freezer. And maybe like it heats up instead of cools down. I don't know. But we need what's inside to really be just no good anymore. I mean, I don't know if it's hooked up to HVAC or something, not HVAC, but similar, like the cooling tower and whatnot, probably something play around with that, be on the roof, easy access. But you would know what that would look like if you saw it? Because, I mean, RC, you can you can get a drone over the roof and, and see what's there, and then if, if Chuck can look at it and know, then at yeah. least it's a start, right? It's okay. not exactly my area of knowledge. I'm more matrix that's more of i mean i took one course in industrial engineering but rc's got that side covered yeah i, I can handle that we just need someone to handle the more matrixy software hacky things like i know hardware pretty good i, I know but we kind of need kind of a little help there man just so you know this isn't just a regular old freezer you might pick up somewhere. I, I think it's holding some pretty important stuff, so they might have it. You know. The less I know, the better. Uh, you know, I don't think that's true anymore, Chuck. Okay, well, fine. Sorry, I'm just out of it. You know, a little angry, a little just tired. I mean, I feel the long haul slipping. So, Chuck, if you, if you got kicked out of university, like, where are you staying now? I have a place, like, five blocks from here. It's... It's not too bad. 
you mind if we uh, stop in and have a chat, or would you rather not? Well, I'd rather, I'd rather be home when I've crashed, so yeah, come on by. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of... I've never worked fast food. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. Is she a human or... Uh, yeah, she's human. I'm sorry. Let's try not to uh, identify her by, by race, you know, because that's racist. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm like typing this back as I have phonetically said it. <laughs> as I have phonetically said it. Yes, note that. Noted. For RP purposes. We don't need to be at my house. That's not good. We, we don't do that. But we don't Rich, do that. Richard? No. Who are these people? Nah, stop it. <laughs> Get back in there. Get back in that box. <laughs> Richard, I don't like the box. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, ha. Wow. I guess, I guess we're not quite out of the woods there yet. <laughs> I had to. I literally had to. Yes, I know. Go away. Can you hear her? Uh, no. What if I do this? Oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> you stop. Oh. Little kitty. Hi takes people. Sorry, Richard, no. This one is not the one where I hand you Howard. Don't worry, it will be soon. There's no way that Howard would have been here and he wouldn't have had you roll for it. Yeah. No, this is somebody else. I, I, um, you're right. You're right, but that's logic and I was hopeful. <laughs> You just have this um, bloodlust for this guy like a year later. You're <laughs> right. Um, um, no, so I, I don't want to make Richard. You say you're the anti Elsa because you just don't let it go. But wouldn't that be anti Elsaing? Yeah. You know, where it moves the jaggies off the pictures. You went so hard for such a such an <laughs> obscure pun. <laughs> such or so obscure. I go hard in the paint. All right. Oh, so that's, yeah. That's three successes on sniffing. Let me ask you this. Is Boss a, like, perfume-slash-cologne connoisseur? <laughs> no. No, she is not. Okay. She would be able to smell gunpowder pretty easily, though. Let me ask you this. Richard, have you worked with your drones, and more specifically your guns, earlier today? Um, I mean, these specific drones? Actually, probably. Uh, if we're going to go do a thing, I, I would imagine, yeah, he actually probably would, you know, at least... Look, turn them up. If they don't need it, it's just kind of like uh, like somebody who's about to do a job, sort of um, habitually cleaning their gun, almost in like a, not you know, not quite OCD level, but that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Just making sure everything everything yeah. is straight. But don't fire. I want to feel like an asshole. So and then get shot like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mary Sue, are you carrying your gun to the meet? Yeah. No. Okay. Have you handled it or you know cleaned it? Done anything with it today? Not today, no, because the last time it was fired, it would have been cleaned then, and I would have had it put away on the last job. But now it's put away. I don't just walk around with weapons. That's Oops. irresponsible. <laughs> Meanwhile, Boz with a big revolver on her hip. Yeah, well, 
Boz, can you roll me palming real quick? I mean, no. Can I get a bonus since it's literally out of sight? Yeah. Okay. Because I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's unfortunate. They're like worn subvocal equipment. Yeah. Or you could do that. Let me discreetly put on my giant aviator image link sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull out this can with strings attached. Anyway, conversation. It's worth a shot, right? If I can get him to 60 or 70, isn't that better than 50? You said 80. Oh, 80? Isn't that... All right, so let me get him to 100. <laughs> I'm sorry. Here. I heard 50. Honestly, I did. I'm leaving that part in. Shut up! <laughs> We're criminals. We drink before <laughs> noon. Right? It's like wearing white after Labor Day. You don't know what time Bob got up at. <laughs> She's she's living the 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 colonist lifestyle. She's up at crack of dawn chopping wood, probably uh, probably not. She probably probably hungover. This is a little hair of the dog. A little bit. She also holsters her gun before she stands up. That might be useful. <laughs> stands up. Let me shake your hand with my gun. <laughs> By the way, I had this pointed at you the whole time. Um. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we have to go talk to Chuck and get him on board if we're gonna do this. So we could go straight there. Do we know where he is? Mary Sue could probably find out. Well, if Mary Sue does call, Chuck actively ignores him. <gasps> oh, oh, man. Shame. The, oh, it's scandalous. Oh, okay. Actively ignore Mary Sue. Okay, well, we got to get that on, on recording. So you guys have that conversation oh. about calling Chuck, and yes. then Chuck can shut you down. And yes. then you guys okay, can be like, so- well, fuck it, let's go get lunch. Maybe hold the side of existential crisis. That'd be great. Just beside that with the Mary Sue there. The girl look at you. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. We stopped serving eggs at 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. I like that. That was good. Lot. That was very good. It's very believable, too, really. Chuck, can you... Uh, uh, there's no response other than just, like, a non-flushed face. <laughs> I don't know what kind of look I'm trying to think of. The look like Chuck. she's an orc. So disgust. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's more of... Uh... As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever.